Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Moral Support Podcast. We're so grateful that you are listening, and we appreciate and are so grateful for our listeners. In fact, we're going to do an entire episode on gratitude. Do you have an attitude of gratitude? If not, we're going to fix you up with a little bit of moral support. Are you tired of being alone with your own thoughts? Do you need moral support? Well, you're in the right place. I'm Shara. And I'm Ginger. And we invite you to the table as we share stories, conversations, and moral support from our view as middle-aged besties. Let's go. Let's go. All right. Here we are. Here we are. Talking about gratitude and gratefulness. I was doing some research on this. You were doing research? Yes. I I needed to look into it. Really, I think it was part of one of my classes in psychology, and it was talking about the benefits of different mindsets and practices. And one of the number one things to combat um, depression, anxiety, and things like that, that they will actually prescribe to you is to start a gratitude journal. Love it. And I wanted to know, okay, it sounds kind of fluff, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, don't just be more thankful. How could that really work? <laughs> you know, um, it's not just something that we relegate. Well, if to, that's your attitude, it's probably not well, actually going to exactly. work. Exactly. But it's not just a thanks, it's just gratitude. It's not just for Thanksgiving anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, there's so the scriptures are full of, mm-hmm. you know, commands and instructions to be thankful and everything, give thanks and, you know, rejoice and all and have interesting though, finish that one for this is the will of God concerning yes. you. Ooh, now, so if you're, if you've tuned into this and you're seeking after the will of God for your life, be thankful. do we have a word for you? <laughs> Welcome to Veggie Tales. <laughs> Welcome to Veggie Tales. <laughs> so actually I went to Google, of course, which is usually the first step. Brother Google is in such a blessing. Deep research, right? And um, I was searching what is good um, about ingratitude. And the article at the top of the page was, I don't know why I typed ingratitude. It must have been a typo. Yeah, right. And it said 14 health benefits of practicing gratitude. But I actually thought, are there benefits of ingratitude? Well, not really benefits, but I'll I'll say side effects Ooh. or um, inevitable outcomes or the fruit, go. the fruit of uh, ingratitude. Uh, the ben- If you want to call it a benefit, I don't, it's not a benefit. Anxiety? That's not a benefit. Resentment? Nope. Sadness? Nope. Distrust of others? Nope. Isolation? Weak relationships? And poor health? I don't think I want any of that. If that's what you're looking for, hey, just keep being an ingrate. (laughs) (laughs) She said what she said. I said what I said. So um, we don't want to have those things. We want to have the opposite. So the only good thing that I could find about ingratitude is that you'll die sooner. Uh, than grateful people, but wait, and you'll be out benefit? because you'll be out of your misery. Is that benefit to them or benefit to the people well, around that's them? That's actually a very good question. Positive, grateful emotions and mindsets can help you live up to ten, 10 to fifteen percent longer. I'm, I'm sign, sign me up. Sounds if like a great insurance live plan. Longer and be happier. Have an attitude of gratitude. I love it. So, um, it's a dangerous thing to be. Um, engaging in ingratitude. I think sometimes we don't realize it. Yeah. It can kind of become a habit. Agreed. I know I've been guilty of it and I've been around people who have kind of drained me or made me feel frustrated 
It's a human default, I think. You think? I mean, to a degree. I mean, is everybody just hardwired to be gracious? Or maybe they are. I think a lot of it comes back to humility and entitlement. Yeah. You know, I think a lot of third world countries or people who don't have the same advantages that we do, literally the research shows them to be happier with much less. Yeah. Because they're grateful for what they have. They're not finding their... um, their fulfillment through material things. So this is an interesting thing. We just went to Israel, did a did 10 days in Israel um, in March cool. and found out, and everybody probably knew this except me, but when you got there, did you sing, we are standing no, I did not. on holy Actually, maybe. No. <laughs> we did the not. holy land. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. But I loved it. If you ever bucket list, do, I actually loved it more than I thought I was going to love it. Not that I didn't think I would, but it was beyond that. Oh, cool. And I think I've I loved never it. Been. I, I'm a little scared of what to eat. Yeah. Was that a thing? You don't go for the food. Okay. I lost five pounds. Okay. Yeah. Hey, that's another reason to go. Absolutely. A benefit. Mm. I'm grateful for it. I actually <laughs> loved it. Grateful. I loved it more once I got home and was able to kind of download it all mm-hmm. because we were taking in so much information. Sure. But what I learned, um, and this is my loose layman's translation of this, but Jewish people, do not say grace, bless the food, say thanks before they eat. They say thanks after they eat because they say, and again, this is my paraphrase, it's easy to be thankful when you're hungry, but after you're fed, yeah, it's easy to, oh yes, I'm so thankful. Thank you for this food. Thank you for this food. But when you're full and when you're fed, you're still thankful. thankful. Isn't that interesting? That is interesting. Um, you know, being different, we've talked about different personality types and I'm going to kind of lump being ungrateful with unthankful or ungrateful, whatever the proper words are with negativity. Yeah, absolutely. Because sometimes they're, they get, it gets blurry because yeah, being ungrateful yeah, yeah. or not saying thankful, not being thankful causes you to be complainer and that's negativity. And one of the number one things that drains me as an I or a seven or whatever type of personality I am is negativity. Yeah. It just sucks the life out of me. Yeah. And sometimes I realize my attitude is sucking the life out of, or the air out of the room for somebody else. And it's something we have to be careful of. Um, So the alternatives, um, like I was, okay, we've already covered these self-absorption, disappointment, entitlement, anger, accusation, bitterness, anxiety. These are things that, that flourish when you don't have gratitude. Right. So we've, we've talked about the, bad part of not having it, but what are the benefits of having it besides living longer? Um, if you have ever studied psychology, you will learn. I mean, I'm trying to look for a, a study that I had pulled up here. It was pretty cool. It showed that, oh, here it is. Um, nope. They're not. clinically depressed individuals showed significantly lower gratitude, nearly 50% less than non-depressed people. So there's studies there is to a show strong correlation that that journaling or that grateful people are less depressed. Yeah, that's the bottom line. And they can even show measured progress because depression is very real. I mean, yeah. you can scan it and see it on the brain. Not yeah. every bad day is depression. It's not just a mood. There is a a physical, a physiological a right. change in the body. And I would we need to I would love to do a whole episode on all of that. Um, maybe so that could come up in well, the future. Well, I just think we need to establish it. It's not just how your mood is flowing. This actually changes 
things in your life. It's not just, well, I was in a mood or I was, right, in a, right. I mean, this becomes a part of who you are. Right. So, and it could be when it's chronic, when it's chronic. Right. But they say that the more grateful a person is, the less depressed they become. And depression, anxiety, all these things we just listed, those are, it's an epidemic right now. Oh, tell me about it. And it really, more than it should be when there are free resources and mm-hmm. you can even think of this as a medication, as a therapy. Absolutely. But you have to do the work. You have to do it. And the truth is, is you don't feel like doing it Mm-mm. when you feel that way. But if you can find the wherewithal and the the grit to begin this practice, it can be transformational. Well, you don't have to go from I'm chronically negative, ungrateful, depressed, anxious, whatever, and go from point A to Z. Right. You got to take bites at A to B, just get A to B. Am Baby I just, step. is there anything I'm thankful for right. in the room? Is there anything I'm thankful I'm breathing today? I mean, I'm hurting, but I'm breathing, whatever right. that you don't looks have to like. Very far to find it, but making the effort to do so. But I'll also say that you don't have to wait to become a clinically depressed person to be a grateful in person. In fact, we advise you. In fact, you could prevent yourself <laughs> from becoming um, a clinically depressed person by having the right attitude. There, there, here's a quote that I have heard and I, I had forgotten how much I loved it till I read it earlier today. Uh, it says, if you've forgotten the language of gratitude, you'll never be on speaking terms with happiness. I love that. I love that. An attitude of gratitude can cultivate that feeling and that mindset of, of happiness. So what are some practical ways that we can um, practice gratitude in our life? I think one of the main things is um, saying it out loud, not just thinking it. Oh, I agree. Because a lot, I literally and honestly in my heart have grateful thoughts. I'll look around and I almost get emotional talking about looking around the church yeah. at different people and thinking, I'm so grateful yeah. for these people. Mm-hmm. And I think about all they've been through and I see their worship and I see their faithfulness or the way they're serving um, or leading by example. And I'm so grateful to have them in my life. And but I don't know that I say it out loud mm-hmm. enough. But it's so powerful when someone will just take the time to stop and say, not just, hey, I love you, but I'm thankful for you Mm -hmm. for X, Y, Z and say things out loud when you notice. Well, and I mean, in that same vein, I I actually do say this pretty frequently, being so grateful that we get to be a part of somebody else's life, that the Lord would choose to allow us to, and I don't mean just us. I mean, if you are in the church and you are serving, being grateful that you were chosen to be a part of this end time hour and that you get to serve is a privilege of serving and being, um, I mean, that should be something we're grateful for, not putting us under or or, we have to, yeah, it's some kind of drudgery burden that we have to bear. It's a privilege. privilege. I'm grateful. I am so grateful that I get to be a part of what he's doing in this time. So and would it be fair to say that unexpressed gratitude in practical terms could be translated as ungratefulness? Well, you would think that if I mean, you're grateful, if they don't you know, if you don't tell them, how will they know? I don't know. That's true. And here's another um, practical suggestion or mindset is that gratitude moves in two directions. It enriches those who receive it and those who Extended. You mean it's more blessed to get? Oh, oh there you go. It's, it's, Look at the Bible being right again. I know, Just, right? I love it when science <laughs> catches up with the word. It's so crazy. I know. But it's true. They will actually say if you want to get over um, 
a slump that you're in or, mm-hmm. you know, depressive mood or self-pity, go out and serve 100%. someone else. Get the focus off of yourself. And along those same lines is being grateful and expressing yes. gratefulness. Gratitude. I am a naturally like, thank you for this. I appreciate you for that. That is a very um, like when it comes person to person, right? Um, thank you so much for doing that for me. I appreciate it. I'm, I'm grateful. I'm very good at giving attaboys and you know, grateful right. like people that I work with. Thank you for helping me. Thank you for doing that. Um, some people I know that it's in their heart. It doesn't come out of their mouth as easily all the time. I would probably struggle more. Pers- I, I don't think I'm in ungrateful. I'm, we're mixing them all up, and now right, I can't yeah, get the word okay. out. But mine would probably be more remembering to be grateful for everything day in and day out, just personally True. and saying it. It's not a matter, I don't think, that I'm ungrateful. Well, I think if you said it every other breath, you know, it'd be annoying. Yeah. Of course. But and in a meaningful way, sometimes, oh, you're, you're a good kid or you're so beautiful. I'd yeah. rather have a compliment of like, you're so dependable. Thank you for yeah. being prepared. Thank yeah. you for taking your time Absolutely. to do that. Thank you for being thoughtful. You know, begin to point out the particular behaviors. And that also goes back to positive affirmation. You Absolutely. get more of the behaviors that you reward. Yeah. And so, well, and I mean, if you're building a team, if you work with people, you start building a culture of that because the, it trickles down from the leader and that's anywhere that's in the home, that's on the job. That's if you're leading people and that is a part of the culture that you're building, you know, you do have a culture of gratitude. Right. That and that's something to, that people want to be a part of it. They want to feel appreciated. Absolutely. But it goes both ways. If you say, I appreciate around, you, Cheryl. I appreciate you, Ginger. Thank You're a you. good and true and loyal friend. Thank you for. <laughs> but if you are just worried about being appreciated all the time yeah. and you're taking note of whether they appreciated you or not, do it for the sake of doing whatever you're going to do. Do it unto the Lord. Absolutely. Right. And then make an effort to be appreciative of other people, whether or not they ever step up and give you. Yeah. the, the gratitude the you're worthy of. Because yeah. sometimes you, if people are doing things for human affirmation then, or yes, for, for being noticed for the affirmation, then it's not always the right motive. Um, there's a, um, here, here's another point. Enjoy imperfect progress. If you're, if you wait for everything to be perfect, to say be grateful, thank you, to yeah. be grateful, then, you know, you're going to be waiting a long time. You're going to miss out a lot of of steps along the way. Yeah, absolutely. And you could even be thankful for bad things that brought you to where you are. I could tell today. you right now, some of the hardest times in my life, the deepest valleys, the hardest trials, the things that um, I don't want to go back to. I do not want to experience those things in my life again. However, I would not trade what what those produced in me for anything. And I am so grateful for those experiences. I I mean, I don't want to revisit a a near-death experience. I don't want to revisit being sick or broke. I I like comfort, not going to lie, but I am very grateful for what those things absolutely, you know, produced in me. And even then I, I learned real quick, Lord, Thank you for being with me through this. Absolutely. And I'm going to thank you right now for <laughs> helping me out. Help me out in advance. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Help thank me to learn everything I need to know. All the way up out of this pit. That's right. I, I What's going through my mind right now is how so many things that we are grateful for, 
we are more grateful for them when we lose access to them. Oh, you know, I take things for granted. You know, I'm mm-hmm. very grateful for, and I don't want it to be once they're gone for me to express gratefulness. We could talk about people, but we could all revisit. Remember COVID? No, no. I had never been so make me grateful. Tough. All they had to do, I love to stay home, but all they had to do was tell me I had to stay home. A period. Yes. And I was like, I'm getting, I have to get out. I have to get out now. I was so grateful and for choir. I was oh, grateful for just to go crowds and airports. I mean, just so many yes. things. And I would, I was cautious whenever things started to stir back up again and people came out and, oh, here comes traffic again. Oh, it's crowded again. No, I, I'm grateful. I actually think I posted. I love the noise. I yes. love the chaos. I, I said Chicago traffic. I it's. I've never been so happy to see you. Exactly. I welcome. It was you. almost eerie, but I, I. But there's people in our lives, even our our spouses. Exactly. If you have a faithful spouse that's providing oh. for you, that comes home to you every night, you know, appreciate that. Be thankful for that in your your children, um, seasons of your life, and, mm-hmm. and be grateful. Don't wait for them to pass by before you're able to be in the moment. One of the best marriage building tips. I mean, Ooh. if we want to dive into that, let's do that. Being grateful. I mean, if you want to, or actually even parenting, if you want to encourage or perpetuate the behaviors that you're going for, be thankful. If you want him to take out the trash, honey, thank you for taking out the trash. In fact, I have never seen you so handsome <laughs> when you took out the trash. <laughs> I always tell Brian, I'm like, man, you have never looked finer yep. than when you are got the vacuum cleaner mm, out and looking you're just, good, man. But thank you. Thank you for yes. doing that. And when you're sincere, I'm not talking about being fake or manipulative. Yes. Yeah. But that is a that's something we actually teach and, and you'll get more of it. Yeah. Listen to this. Um, it says research reveals that unless a couple is able to maintain a high ratio of positive to negative encounters, that's five to one or greater, it's likely that the marriage will end. Wow, that's a statistic. With 90% accuracy, one psychologist says he can predict after only three minutes of observation, which marriages are likely to flourish and which are likely to flounder. The formula for every negative expression, and that includes a complaint, a frown, a put down, or an expression of anger, there needs to be five positive ones. Smiles, compliments, laughter, um, expressions of appreciation and gratitude. It takes five to out to make negative is so powerful. Wow. That it takes at least five positive expressions. I believe that for me. My first love language that. is words of affirmation. That's incredibly. So let's just do this so real quick. Boring. Brian, okay. I am so grateful that you let me come to Katie <laughs> yes. and work on this podcast. Now, thank Rob right and now. Rob, I thank you because you're the one who bought this microphone and looked up this software and got us set up so supportive. And he stayed out of the house the whole day. Yes. We want to thank you for that. That's right. <laughs> Brian paid my plane ticket. That's incredible. And yeah. there's, I'm so grateful for a husband that's supportive of my ministry. I know. Whatever it is that, and he, many times it's his idea. Oh. Recording music, starting help being in school. Anytime I get asked to speak out, you know, he's. I would have I, never been a speaker if Brian had not said You've got to do this. And they believe they believe in us and they support us and they don't feel threatened by us. So I'm very grateful for that. So we love you guys. I mean, he always takes good care of me. And and we're grateful. Never puts me down in front of other people. Only privately. (laughs) (laughs) 
I'm just kidding. He is very, very nice. Just remember these are unedited. (laughs) They are unedited. You know, what I'm hearing too is that they're like when we pull back out of it, it is an attitude. It truly is an attitude. It's a choice. It it is. It's got to be. And the thing that you always have a choice in is your attitude. You don't get to choose your circumstances always, right? You don't get to choose your, you don't get to choose your process. Not when you're walking with the Lord, he chooses your process. Right. And maybe the test is, can you be grateful through the process? Can you, when you're in the refiner's can, fire, can, when you are the anointed King, like David, but Saul's chasing after you, can you be in a cave and still write a Psalm of thanks? Wow. I mean, it is an attitude that, but it's it, it's not perfection. It's not meant to be selfish, but it really is to your benefit. Oh, all the things that the Word of God teaches us is for our good. It's to help us to overcome, to be stronger, to be healthier, to have the right mindset, the right attitude. And I'll take it a step further. Leaders who are grateful are so much easier to follow, oh, my and word. it's easier to lead. Um, I read this one time. It says, many of the best things in leadership sprout in the soil of gratitude. Oh, that's good. And we need to be cultivating that that soil and that culture because many times the people on your team are, most of the time, they're volunteers. Mm -hmm. They're coming from a hard day's work. They have a million things on their mind and just a little bit of appreciation and acknowledgement of what they're doing can go a long way. And they're more willing to submit to and be open to the mindset and vision of that leader if they're being grateful and not feeling like they're um, lording over them or they're entitled to this demanding respect or demanding dictatorship almost. But let me also cycle back. You know, if somebody's hearing this and saying, well, I serve all the time and I don't get any thanks. Let's, we said it before, you don't, that's not how you want to focus. Do it unto the Lord. Do it unto the Lord. Something that I heard the other day and I thought, it's not anything that I hadn't heard before. Maybe it was just timely and it resonated with me. Um, it was a pastor's wife who was talking and she said, you know, when I get disappointed in the way that things, they didn't turn out the way that I thought, or if people hurt me or because people hurt people. It's not a matter of just leadership and saints or bosses and employees. It's just, or relatives, family. But she said, when things don't turn out that way, especially in the kingdom, when it comes to that, she said, I always, what makes me come back to center is I don't do it for people. Mm. I do it for the Lord. And that has a way of um, just sort of absolving Right. A lot of that frustration or that irritation, that human part of me that says they're not even grateful. They don't even thank me or they yeah. don't even appreciate. Why even bother? Yeah. Yeah. So you have to have seeking first the kingdom, putting him first in time, talent, treasure, all those things. And that is actually the way, one of the ways we show gratefulness, thankfulness to the Lord is by our service exactly. to him. Right. Um it's already, wow, already 22 minutes in. Um, here's, here's a question from Socrates. Are happy people grateful or are grateful people happy? The answer is yes. <laughs> um, I want to circle back to the well-being part because sometimes I think we truly underestimate and we try to go to something very deep and complex to fix what's going on. We want a medication or we mm-hmm. think we've got to go to expensive therapies. But it's literally, you can get online to Amazon order a, um, a Gratitude journal, or if there's apps for that, believe it or not. Wow. And if you're not, you know, I'm terrible at keeping up with stuff like that, mm-hmm. but just a mental 
note or decision. A reminder. Here's here's some um some more studies. I love studies. Uh, studies. Wait, hold on, hold on. Before mm. you go there, okay. I'm gonna say that means that things like gratitude, and we could talk about a whole bunch of other similar or you know things that we that affect us this way. It's a holistic, a holistic thing. It's not just a mental thing, mm. but it affects us physically, emotionally, spiritually. spiritually. Wow. So we are fearfully, wonderfully made. And this is something that's not just going to affect your relationships. It's really being a good steward. It is. It's part of our duty. To I'm going to do better. Me too. I am. So um, studies show a connection of gratitude to physical well-being is vital. One study showed in particular that gratitude is good for your heart. Oh, Gratitude lowers blood pressure, decreases stress, and improves sleep. Holistic. Holistic. Yeah. Other studies have shown that successful practice in gratitude can lessen symptoms of depression. And we've already said this. Um, and anxiety. It improves um, just your overall, like you said, well-being and would you say whole the holistic holistic okay mm-hmm. so um gratitude is a dis- disposition that allows others to improve as well it gives you perspective it helps you just to be a better person to be around oh my word it, gratitude uh, makes people gravitate towards you absolutely whereas um, entitlement or negativity repels people it does and as leaders of course but as christians yeah we should be doing things that draw people to us so that we can draw them well, and I mean, Christ. if you are that person that is Debbie Downer about every single thing, uh, well, first of all, don't tell them you go to my church. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, protect your witness. I mean, how are you going to reflect Christ if that is your nature and that is your attitude and that's who you are? And I, I mean, they don't want to be like you. Yeah. I mean, there is actually gratitude tests you can take. I don't know how difficult that is or how honest you're willing to be. But if you'll Google it, there's one called the Grat. Um, gratitude, resentment, and appreciation test. Wow. It's 44 questions. It's a scale based on three distinct characteristics of grateful individuals. And um, I don't think I want to know. You know, I'm going to just keep feeling. I'm just going to thank <laughs> God that <laughs> there's appreciation scale. So I think you kind of, you know, in your gut, if you could do better. Yeah. And I think most of the time we can. Yeah. Many there, I've never really had to get on to people and say, hey, you need to calm down. You're being a little too grateful. You're being a little too encouraging. I need you to dial it back a notch. No. However, I think a key factor is sincerity. True. Because it's not going to change anything for any for yourself. And it's going to be received as disingenuous after a while if there's not a level of sincerity, right. authenticity about it. It's not going to even affect you personally, physically. That holistic thing and those benefits that we're talking about. If it's insincere, if you could just stop and pause and think to yourself, they didn't have to do that for me. Right. And truly be, and truly be humbled by that. Our God didn't have, I mean, God you thought I to, was worth saving. He, yeah. He didn't <laughs> have to wake me up this morning, but no, he did. I'm I know. grateful. Every good and perfect gift. It comes Come. from, it's not anything we could do or earn. Mm-mm. Wow. I'm so I grateful. I, I, you're so grateful. <laughs> I'm so grateful. I think it's, I mean, I start every one of my prayer times always. I don't hear his face with Thanksgiving. That's I start every time. Thank you, Lord, for another day. Yeah. Thank you for your mercy and your grace, your compassion that never fit. That is a, it sounds repetitive. And sometimes I think why wow, you're just going through the routine. I'm like, I mean it. Yeah. I'm so grateful. But learning to spin it and, and pull the emergency brake when you're going down that road of just whining, complaining. Just, you know, okay. Very carnal example. It's hot. It is very And hot. I have been going on and on about it. And it is. It's acknowledgement. It's real. We're all sharing. It's shared experiences. It's not just hot. It's humid. It's hot and humid. I know. 
But the fact that I have the, I can get in my car and turn on the air conditioner. Mm-hmm. I have gas to put in my car to make it run that will cool me down. And we're chilly I in this house. <laughs> and, and my house is free. I have a house that has working AC. Hey, when it breaks, trust me, you'll be more grateful for your AC. But learn <laughs> I'm to grateful stop saying, I know things are bad. And, and you don't have to be all Pollyanna. No. Tiptoeing through the tulips. But, you know, things, it's not wrong to acknowledge Mm-mm, your situation. Things. But always at a but. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. Uh, we always talked about it at, at the house. We taught the girls. There's a fine line between talking about something that's negative and a negative reality and being negative. Absolutely. And there's a fine line. And when you cross it, that's when you have to pull out. You need to know. But we, we, let's circle back around to the very beginning. Yeah, because we got to get to our lightning round. We, y- You've been around those people. And sometimes they drag you into it. They do. And you walk away and you go, how did I get sucked in? Yeah. And you, you, to the dark side. It's true. Yeah. It's painful. And it takes a lot of practice and I don't know. To just combat, not combat. Well, yeah. Sometimes you just have to, to change the subject. Right. But you don't want to be to not participate. You don't want to come across as judgmental or you know, however, depending on the closeness of the, I mean, if you're truly there to give moral support, you would look at me straight in the face and you would say, okay, enough complaining. Absolutely. And I would, it would hurt a little. And I'd say, you know what? She writes, stop it. Stop it. Stop it. (laughs) All right. Let's lightning round. Lightning round. Everybody's grateful. This is coming to an end. (laughs) I'm trying to live. Let's go. What's the trans? What's the first question? I think you have them. Okay. These are some either or. We may have done some of them before. Would you rather fly or have super strength? Uh, yep. <laughs> I think I think we've already done this one. Maybe. Uh, fresh food or fried food? Tell the truth. Fresh. Easily. Um, what does that mean? Fresh food or fried food? Fresh, like not fried. You want to eat a fresh potato, not fried? <laughs> or like a, I'm not being very good at this. No, you're not. You haven't even answered. Um, well, you'd rather have fried food. I, I would know I'd rather have fried food. It's yeah. true. I'm not going to lie. You know what? I'm kind of hungry. And I'm thankful for it. <laughs> Cannonball into the pool or dip a toe in first? Um, Cannonball! Yeah, that's that, very... That would be me. Yeah, it would. I'm glad you asked yourself that question. Would you rather... I don't know. What is your go-to karaoke song? I have never done karaoke. Don't you love me? I have never done karaoke. It's the only not horrible song that's about somewhat Christian principle. It's a song I can dedicate to my mother. I can dedicate it to the Lord for all those times you stood by me. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. For all the, all the other ones. I don't know all the hardly. What was your last Google search? I think we already did this, didn't we? I think we? the last Google search was rapid fire questions. <laughs> what is that laugh? I rapid know. fire questions. <laughs> Okay. Okay. What's your guilty pleasure? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> but uh, what is not a big deal to most people, but it's torture to you. Oh, oh, mm. wait, we should do a whole episode yeah. on that. We just, we, we have one on the pet peeves. That was just social but, media. That's complaining. But what, tell me, hurry. Cause we're almost out of time. I don't know. You answer. Um, chewing gum, smacking when people talk in the ew. microphone and you can hear that. <laughs> Can't deal it. Can't oh, deal. and crawfish disgusting. And I'm going to close on that, but let's be grateful for all that we have. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening.
Amen. Amen.